up, everybody? My name is Andrew, and welcome to the Bundesliga. We are now in episode 5, and today we'll be talking about match days 6 through 10 of the 2018-19 Bundesliga season. If you have not already, please listen to episode 4, where I talked about match days 1 through 5, the beginning of the season. Now it's going to be 6 through 10, kind of moving on a little bit deeper into the season, and kind of continuing with analysis and bringing out some key highlight moments, some highs, some lows of different teams and players. So, here we go. Match day six. As I mentioned last episode, match day five is kind of where the season starts to turn for both Dortmund and Bayern. Um, it was the beginning of Bayern's poor run of form and the beginning of Dortmund's explosion of a really good run of form. So match day six, they continue their great start with a 4-2 win over Bayer Leverkusen. And here is really where Paco Alcacer starts to shine off the bench. He did have, I believe, one goal in the previous five games, but in these next couple games, he really, really shines. So this game on match day six over Leverkusen, Paco Alcacer comes on and scores a brace. Leverkusen, however, continue their poor form as they you know, lose to D Dortmund and they're now sitting in 14th place. So the other team I want to talk about is Bayern Munich. So Bayern was actually uh, number two uh, coming into match day six after their performance last week, and Dortmund was number one. So Bayern at number two was playing Hertha Berlin at number three and lost 2-0. This was the beginning of Bayern's stint of not being able to keep a clean sheet in the Bundesliga for a while. So this is the kind of first game where that started. Hertha Berlin, the other side, won over Bayern 2-0. Ibisevic and Duda provided the goals, and now they're sitting at 1-2 and two at the top goal scorers in the Bundesliga with four and five goals, respectively. So I'm pretty impressed with Hertha Berlin's start to this season so far. They've been pretty impressive, and at number three, they just beat the reigning defending Bundesliga champions in match day six. Now, if you listened to the last episode, you heard how much I talked about and analyzed Schalke and their performance and their disappointing season as of yet. But they finally recorded a victory. Schalke finally got a victory and a clean sheet. So congrats to them. Schalke finally got a win, which they probably needed if they were going to turn the season around anytime soon. And lastly, Eintracht Frankfurt puts up four goals against Hanover, which has pretty much been having a dismal season. Um, and Frankfurt's have been, been having a great one. So, yeah, Frankfurt puts up four goals on Hanover. All right, so now we're at match day seven. So I'm going to take this time now to actually talk about a team that I haven't really covered much before in any of the previous episodes, and that's Hanover 96. So Hanover was promoted in 2017 from the second league to the first league Bundesliga. Now, through the first couple match days, they've been pretty much on par with Schalke at the bottom of the table, haven't won a game all season. They did get a few ties, which put them a little bit above Schalke, but still haven't had a victory. Their first victory comes in match day seven over Stuttgart. So that's why I haven't really covered them much in previous episodes. But yeah, keep in mind that they have not been doing well at all this season. The most impressive thing to note about them is that last year when Hamburg got relegated, Bobby Wood, the striker for Hamburg, came over to Hanover, but he hasn't really impressed either. Hanover does not seem to be a team that's going to have a great season, 
and is potentially even going to be fighting relegation back to the second Bundesliga. So we'll see how that plays out over the rest of the season. All right, next we're going to talk about RB Leipzig. So at this point, they've managed to climb their way up to second place in the table. Um, in match day seven, they recorded a 6-0 win over Nuremberg, and they really haven't actually lost a match since match day one against Dortmund. That was their only loss of the season through match day seven. So they've been, uh, they've been pretty impressive and slowly, slowly kind of climbing their way to the top of the table. Timo Werner and Yusuf Poulsen are both sitting on four goals this season as of match day seven, and that's already more than Lewandowski has. So good for RB Leipzig. Contrary to Hanover that was promoted a few years ago, RB Leipzig was promoted, I think, a year or two before Hanover, and they finished one season in second place, and then as of now, they're back in second place. Granted, Leipzig has all that Red Bull money behind them, which Hanover doesn't, but Red Bull Leipzig, RB Leipzig, has been an impressive team this season and past seasons as well. Also, I'm just going to take the second to talk about Nuremberg for a second. Nuremberg has kind of been like the punching bag for a bunch of teams this season and that Nuremberg always seems to be the team that other teams put up five-plus goals on. And, you know, this happened with Leipzig and it happened with Dortmund and, you know, it's kind of becoming a pattern. So Nuremberg got to get their, their stuff together and get a better back line and goaltender. All right, now Schalke continues its, uh, I guess, good form now with their second win of the year and second clean sheet of the year. So compared to the first five weeks where Schalke had zero wins, zero ties, and couldn't win a game to save their life, they start off match day seven, six and seven with a win and a clean sheet and another win and another clean sheet. So... Maybe this is a turnaround, turnaround point for them in their, in their season. Um, that's yet to be seen. But they got a goal by the American Weston McKinney, a nice young youth player. So hopefully he continues to shine and Schalke is able to get back into their form. All right, Borussia Mönchengladbach records a 3-0 clean sheet victory over Bayern, which, like I said before, is kind of Bayern's poor run of form. Gladbach has always been a difficult team for Bayern. Going back years, it's, it's always one team that seems to have our number and can always seem to beat us, whether it's at home or away. They, they, they seem to have the recipe that they need to beat Bayern, and it's kind of upsetting. With this win, they uh, end up in third place in the Bundesliga, and an Alassane player moves into second place in the goal-scoring race. So good for Borussia Mönchengladbach. All right, match day seven is also Dortmund's first week on top of the table. They have one of their best offensive games of the season. Paco Alcacer comes off the bench and scores a hat trick. So this, like I said, this run of games, this stretch of games, is where Paco Alcacer takes off running and just explodes into top form. Um, he scores three goals off the bench and becomes the top goal scorer in the Bundesliga and records another goal after the 90th minute. So that's at least two in the season now that he scored after the 90th minute. Um, I believe Dortmund wins this game with four goals up and another goal was scored by, I believe, uh, Mario Götze. 
Eintracht Frankfurt continues uh, their winning streak with a 2-1 victory over Hoffenheim with goals from Ante Rebic and Luka Jovic. So, that's match day seven. Now, match day eight, we are going to start with Frankfurt again. Frankfurt records their biggest win of the season with a 7-1 victory over Dusseldorf. Now, this is the game where Frankfurt looked most impressive. Luka Jovic scores five goals in one game. He has a five-goal haul in, in this game that brings him to be the top goal scorer in the Bundesliga. And then Sebastian Aller adds two goals to his total. He sits tied for third place in goals. So right now in the top goal scoring race, seems like Frankfurt's uh, about to run away with it with a lot of their players sitting in the, in the top couple players of the goal scoring race. Continuing on, Dortmund impressed by Paco Alcacer. Finally lets him start a game in match day eight. Uh, it's his first start for Dortmund actually. And in his first start, he scores a goal. Jaden Sancho, the young British player, scores the goal in the third minute. And then they also just record a clean sheet over Stuttgart. So this game all around was a good game for Dortmund. Got a goal from the young guy Sancho, got a clean sheet, and Paco Caster gets his first start. Stuttgart, which has not been having a good season as of now, falls into the relegation zone with a loss in match day eight. Gladbach continues to defend their spot near the top of the table with a 4-0 win over Mainz, and Jonas Hoffman gets a hat trick in this game. So Gladbach continues, you know, follows the beating of Bayern with a win over Mainz. So they're really, really fighting to be one of the top teams this year. So in match day eight, Hoffenheim records a 3-1 win over Nuremberg. And this game, Reese Nelson, another young British player, scores a brace, and he now has three goals in his last two games. So he's another player to watch out for. And I think I may have mentioned this in one of the previous episodes, maybe it was in episode three about transfers, but a lot of teams are starting to pick up young British players and kind of coaching them and turning them into stars and actually giving them a lot of starting time. Reese Nelson is one, Jaden Sancho is the other obvious one. So a lot of these teams are starting to invest in young British talent and it's, it's showing, it's, it's, reward, it's being rewarded for them doing that and with these young players, you know, performing and performing well and getting goals. So hopefully these players continue to develop and eventually become, you know, world-class players. So Bayern follows its loss last week to Gladbach with a win this week over Wolfsburg. Um, we went 3-1, so they did give up a goal. Like I said, they started a run of no clean sheets but they did win the game, so there's that. All right, we're coming up to the last two match days. We're now at match day nine. Dortmund gets its first tie since match day four in a match against Hoffenheim, but Jaden Sancho puts up two more goals in the game. So, like I said, the young British players are really impressing in the Bundesliga this year, and Dortmund still sits undefeated in match day nine. Bayer Leverkusen finally gets a convincing victory with a 6-2 win over Bremen. However, because of their poor start to the season and you know poor games in the previous match days, they're still kind of sitting at the middle of the table, not really where I would expect them to be. I'd expect them to be you know five or six, but they're definitely below that. Wolfsburg records a 3-0 win over Dusseldorf, 
also sitting at the middle of the table. And then Hoffenheim gets a 4-0 victory over Stuttgart, another team that's sitting near the middle of the table. So Wolfsburg, Hoffenheim, and Leverkusen are all teams that I expect to be, you know, fighting for that fourth, fifth, sixth spot. And pretty much all of them are below that, which is kind of showing what kind of seasons they're having. But it's still early in the season, so they could still turn around. But it, it does kind of show how shaky of a start they did have to their seasons. So Sporting Club Freiburg finally gets a victory with a 3-1 win over Gladbach. They have not been doing too well this year as well. Bayern gets a 2-1 win over Mainz. But the key point of these last couple games, even though Bayern has won them, is the lack of keeping a clean sheet. And I'll go over a little bit more about that after match day 10. And then Eintracht Frankfurt ties Nuremberg 1-1 with a saving goal from Sebastian Allaire. He saved them some points when he scored a 92nd minute goal to tie the game up so they at least didn't drop all three points. All right, here we are, match day 10. So Nuremberg tied Osberg this week 2-2. Um, they have a horrible defensive record so far. They, like, I said, like I mentioned before, they've given up seven goals to Dortmund, six to Leipzig. Outside of getting a few ties this season, they only have two wins in eight matches. So they're sitting just outside of relegation, but they're just not having a good year this year. I think they need to rework something with their back line, with, with, with their defense, because it's clearly not working. Schalke gets another win, but they're sitting right above Nuremberg, so those losses that Nuremberg had kind of hurt them, and Schalke getting another win. I think it's the third win out of match day 6 through 10 kind of pushed them up out of being dead last, and they're currently sitting right above Nuremberg on the table. Hoffenheim records a 4-1 win over Bayer Leverkusen. So Reese Nelson scores again, and now he's sitting on five goals in his first 10 matches. So him and Jaden Sancho got to be on cloud nine right now. Those two young players, given the opportunity to start, the managers gave them the okay to start, and they've scored a bunch of goals. So that's got to be great, great news for them. All right, and then Eintracht Frankfurt picks up a 3-0 victory over Stuttgart. Allaire picks up a goal, which brings his total to seven. He's now tied for first place as of match day 10. He's tied actually with his own teammate, Luka Jovic. But keep in mind, Luka Jovic had that one freak game where he scored five goals. But Luka Jovic and Allaire are both tied for first place as lead goal scorers with seven goals apiece. Dortmund continues its winning streak, although not very impressively, uh, with a 1-0 win over Wolfsburg. Borussia Mönchengladbach gets a 3-0 victory over Dusseldorf. And Thorgan Hazard, a name I haven't really mentioned much, but Thorgan Hazard is also tied with Sebastian Allaire and Luka Jovic for first place in goal scoring as of match day 10. So Bayern Munich ties Freiburg 1-1 in match day 10. Coming into this game, Freiburg was in 11th place. And the defending champions, Bayern, couldn't beat Freiburg, which is sitting in 11th place. And that, that kind of illustrates a lot of the frustrations a lot of Bayern fans are having up until this point, that we can't even beat a team like Freiburg. But it is what it is. We Essentially, the way, the way 
I see and a lot of other people see is that Freiburg won, beat Bayern 1-1. But that's, you know, this is the, the part of the season I was talking about where Bayern is having their poor form. And here's especially what I want to talk about since I just finished up match day 10. And that is Manuel Neuer's just absolute trash goaltending. So far, since match day five, he's faced 10 shots and allowed eight goals. That's pretty much a guarantee. If you shoot at Manuel Neuer, it's going in. Between match days six through 10, he faced 10 shots and allowed eight goals. And that's a lot of those games where we won 3-1 or 2-1. Those one goals that we gave up were the only goals, those only shots those teams had in the entire game. And a lot of them were in the 80th plus minute. So, you know, maybe Neuer wasn't fully recovered from his injury. Maybe his confidence isn't back. I don't know what the deal is. But he has just been dismal, horrible. I mean, there were games where I was saying, just put in Ulrich at this point. Like, Neuer is just not cutting it. Granted, you know, it shows that our defense is pretty good in that in five games, we only allowed 10 shots on target, but it shows how poor Manuel Neuer's been and that he's allowed eight goals on those 10 shots. It's, it's just not impressive. Hopefully we can get a couple clean sheets under us to get his confidence back. But as of now, I'm just not satisfied. It's not good enough to be on Bayern, to be honest. It's not good enough performance for what you expect from Bayern. And Paco Alcacer. So in the stretch of games from match day 6 through 10, he scored six goals, five of which were off the bench. In the five games he played, he only started in one. So he played four games off the bench, scored five goals. And then the one game he started, he scored a goal as well. So he is just all-around impressive, complete opposite of Neuer. Neuer is a player who you expect quality from and was dismal. Alcacer is the player that I didn't even know going into this season, and he has just impressed me more than anyone else. So the top scorers as of match day 10 with seven goals each are Sebastian Aller, Luka Jovic, Thorgan Hazard, and Paco Alcacer. And then sitting with six goals are Timo Werner, Marco Royce, Alfred Finnbogason, and Andre Duda. So those are the top goal scorers of the Bundesliga. Some names that are absent from there you'll see are Robert Lewandowski, uh, most, you know, obviously. Even players like Jaden Sancho, Reese Nelson, they're a little bit below that, so you don't see them there as well. You don't see Claudio Pizarro. So that's where we sit with the top goal scorers of the season. And it's really exciting for me to see how the uh, Golden Boot race is going to develop towards the end of the season. Has Louis hit top form yet? Will Paco Alcacer run away with it? Will Timo Werner or Marco Royce catch up to him? It's kind of interesting to see where it's going to go. I also always expect great things from, from Sebastian Allaire, so maybe he kind of sneaks in and wins it. It's uh, yet to be seen, but it's going to be a very, very exciting Golden Boot race this season for sure. So that's all I got for you guys on Episode 5. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Next episode is going to be match days 11 through 15. So look out for that soon. Like always, you guys can find me on Instagram. 
my Instagram is welcome to the Bundesliga with all underscores. Please, please, please send me fan mail, questions, stories, articles, anything you want. My email is w2, the number two, w2bundesliga at gmail.com. I'll try to answer some of your questions on the show if you guys send any. If not, I'll always email you a response or talk to you on there. So feel free to contact me on Instagram or email. Those will all be in the show notes for this episode. If you guys look in the show notes, you will also see different clips, pictures, articles from things that I talked about in this episode. So be sure to check that out. Once again, I thank you guys for checking this out. My name is Andrew, and have a great day.